Good morning. This is the Daily Cast, a podcast to begin the day on Kilcullen Diary. I'm Brian Byrne, and today is the 27th of April, 2021. Our shout out this morning goes to Frank Mitchell for his photos of a mallard duck and ducklings on his Kilcullen Wildlife Awareness and Protection Facebook page. Beautiful images from yesterday of thriving life on the Liffey in Kilcullen. And now the weather today. A fairly bright early morning will give way to clouds and then more bright spells around lunchtime. Expect some light April showers around then, though it should be mainly a dry afternoon, and then a mix of heavier showers and bright spells through the evening. A high of 11 degrees in light to moderate northerly winds. It's not going to be as nice as it has been. Our person of interest today is Mary Ward. And if your profession is naturalist, you'll know about her. Fated to become an extraordinarily talented scientist, she was born near Ferban in County Offaly in 1827, the youngest child of the Reverend Henry King and his wife Harriet. Her wider family included her older cousin William Parsons, the astronomer Earl of Ross. So, though like all girls of the time educated at home, she nevertheless had a very scientifically based early life. At the age of three, she was an experienced and knowledgeable collector of insects. Also an accomplished artist, her drawings of the insect world attracted the attention of other scientists of her time in later years. They became even more detailed after her father bought her a microscope. But she was equally attracted to astronomy thanks to her cousin's building of the Leviathan Telescope at Burr, which was the largest of its kind in the world until 1917. At the age of eight, she ran into her home to tell her parents and their visiting friends that she had just seen Halley's Comet with her own telescope. In subsequent years, she was a regular correspondent with many scientists. Her way of gathering information, because at that time women were not accepted in most universities or scientific societies. When her cousin William was made president of the Royal Society, it gave her introductions to many men of science. Mary married Henry Ward of Castle Ward, County Down, in 1854. He would later succeed to the title of Viscount Bangor. Soon after marriage, she self-published her first book, Sketches with the Microscope. It sold so quickly that a London publisher contacted her and the book was republished eight times as a world of wonders revealed by the microscope. Through the following decade, she published a range of other books, mostly on the world as seen through the microscope, but also on astronomy. She also illustrated books and papers by other scientists. And while producing all these, she also had three sons and five daughters. On the 31st of August 1869, her life was tragically cut short when she fell from a steam car built by the sons of her cousin William at Burr. She is reported as having died almost instantly, and in that incident she also became the first known fatality in a motor car accident. Mary Ward, eminent Victorian scientist, was born on this day in 1827. Now to our feature of the day. And when Shirley Kavanagh Hallion established her secret closet women's clothing store at Hillcrest in Kilcullen six years ago last weekend, she probably didn't expect that today she would have customers from around the world. But that's just what has happened, ironically because of coronavirus. 
When the lockdowns and retail closures began a year ago, she had to find a way to keep going a business that up to then had centred around people coming into the shop. And fairly soon she decided that regular video chats about her stock was a way to stay connected with customers. I did get a website developed very quickly after the first lockdown. But it's been very inactive and that's down to me because um, I found it really impersonal. Now, I know it's, you know it is great to have a website and I know loads of my friends that have boutiques or other types of businesses do really well with their websites. But um, I remember my first order on the website, so that was very exciting when you get that little ping to say you're an order in. But it was a girl I knew, a customer from Kilcullen actually, and I would know her quite well from coming into the shop. And I just actually found it really sad that she had ordered something and I had no contact with her at all. So I, I really, um, I don't know, I just felt that was a little bit sad. So I decided to sort of put my videos, you know, up much more frequently and then ask people to contact us via WhatsApp or phone us mostly rather than using the website. Um, and I figured, you know, instead of spending hours uploading photographs and that on the website, if I spent those hours actually physically speaking to people um, and talking them through, you know, an item or whatever it was they were interested in, because it was such a, a daunting way to shop for a lot of women, myself included, I wasn't an online shopper really prior to this. Over the years, Shirley had done a number of business courses. They'd encouraged developing online, but she wasn't keen on that because there's a general rule that up to 30% of clothing bought online is returned. When COVID restrictions came along, that was expected to jump to around two-thirds in returns, something which Shirley knew she wouldn't be able to cope with. And thankfully, she hasn't had to. We're not getting anything like that. I mean, we're getting tiny fraction of that and I put it down to the videos giving much more information and um, and then following up people's inquiries with phone calls to guide them through a sale um, so therefore they're not you know like, you know, looking forward to ex- uh, receiving a parcel and then something arrives that isn't the right size or the right fit or what they were expecting and that's quite disappointing and then they have the hassle of sending it back and then you know, from our end as well, then receiving it back. So um, I think I've found a way that works for us. It's it's much more labour intensive, absolutely, there's no doubt. But it's, you know, it's kept the business afloat. It's kept me sane. It's kept me um, being able to still create um, local employment. Apart from this high level of contact through video, phone and WhatsApp with customers, been good for business, Shirley also found it very rewarding. It's very rewarding because, as I said, um, you know, the year, the horrible year that it's been, people have felt very isolated on top of everything else. So um, I have got some heartwarming messages that would, I mean, almost have me, like genuinely have me in tears because, you know, lots of women, particularly that I speak to on a daily basis, sort of said, you know, the videos have kept them going, they've sort of put the kettle on, sit down and look forward to um, having a look at the fashion. You know, they may or may not buy, but it's um, that they felt that they had 
you know, a bit more personal contact. And I probably spent 40 minutes on the phone to one girl. I had never spoken to her before. It was her first time to purchase from us. And, um, you know, she she needed the, the chat. And it was lovely to, you know, to offer that, I suppose. And, um, yeah, so I just feel like I said we've, I've built up great friendships with customers over the years. Um, now there's a, a sort of much wider um, customer base that I hope some of the women will be able to make the journey to the shop. I mean, there's lots of them that are not in Ireland even. So if they ever get to Ireland, they're comfortable coming. And if they don't, it's just lovely. When I'm putting up a Facebook post, I, I'm probably thinking I'm only speaking to a handful of people, people that I know, but that's not the case at all. I mean, we had, before Christmas, we had a lady on from Ontario. I think I spoke to her about seven times between November and December. You know, ordering, like she might order a hat or then a scarf, and you kind of think, my God, for the shipping, for what it was costing her for us to ship it. I'm sure she could have got something else nearer to her, but it was... It was actually just lovely to, um, you know, so just to have that kind of personal touch as well. That customer in Ontario is just one of many from all around Ireland and beyond. Shirley has regular customers in Northern Ireland, the UK, Germany and America. She's even shipped to Australia, which she still finds amazing. But the social media posts have also brought more customers from much closer to home. Lots of girls that would be in the Kildare area that never knew we were there until they just discovered us on Facebook. As I said, because we were much more active on social media, I think sometimes the more content you put up, your posts just reach people. And I don't know how, they, you know, it's just a suggested post. So lots of girls have just stumbled across our page, I suppose you could say, and liked what they saw um, and have continued to, you know, be fantastic customers through the year. And then, our, of course, our, our existing customers and particularly um, our Kilcullen-based or just, you know, Kildare-based women have been incredible as well. One of the big downsides of the lockdown restrictions is that there have been no occasions to dress up for. No weddings, no parties, most social occasions cancelled for the duration. So how has this affected Secret Closet? clothing that we stock are all the brands we stock are quite casual um, and you know can be adapted so that would have always been my ethos anyway was to have very very wearable clothing and um, that you could if you were invited to something you could dress any piece up or you could dress it down so that's really been the case thankfully all along because I know the, the boutiques that have, you know, specialised in occasion where our dressier have definitely um, suffered and, in fact, so many of them have closed down. So we did diversify, I suppose, slightly into even more casual than we had been doing. But, you know, there's still lots of people, um, I suppose a lot of women will want to get dressed. Um, going to the supermarket now is our, <laughs> our big event. Um, you know, so I think we've we've all well, personally anyway. I have I'm sick of gym wear or leisure wear. It doesn't agree with me. It, it, I don't feel I'm myself completely. If I'm okay, it's fine if I'm actually going walking or doing a workout or cleaning the house or something. But I just I like to dress. Um, 
it could be just jeans and a t-shirt it doesn't matter it's not you know dressing up up but um i think it just gives us a bit of a lift and you know it, it gives us a little bit of a boost i think to get dressed and maybe you know do your hair put on a bit of lipstick if that's what you know whatever it is i say to people look whatever it is that that does give you a lift it's just trying to keep people positive i've really tried to put a positive spin on um the year that has been as insofar as possible Shirley emphasises always that Secret Closet is not just her, that she has an enthusiastic and hard-working team behind her. Yes, absolutely. A fantastic team. Um, Jackie, Maureen and Georgia have been incredible. Um, obviously, you know, at the start of this, like last year when we closed down for the first lockdown, I mean, I had no way, none of us knew what was ahead or we thought this was only going to be for a few weeks. Um, as I said, thankfully, we were able to kind of steer the business in um, in the right direction um, so far. And I've been, you know, managed to keep the girls on board, which has just been, you know, fantastic for me because, um, you know, it is creating local employment, local support, which is huge for me. Um, sticking together and you know just helping each other as much as possible so yeah the girls have been I mean I, I just wouldn't be able to just I did work from home on my own for a few weeks at the start of this season it's still quite lonely when you're on your own whether it's working from home or working from the shop it's you know you have great banter with the girls and also it's just it drives me um you know there's more drive I think when you have a co-worker with you you know we sort of um, support each other and and it's just, it's just lovely to have company. Shirley Kavanaugh-Hallion and her secret closet that in the time of coronavirus has become a global as well as a local secret. Tuesday is the publication date for our local newspapers and in their print editions this morning there are cheerful pictures on their front pages. The Galera Nationalist has people enjoying the sun in Milltown over the weekend. The Leinster leader shows two golfers heading down the fairway at the Kildara Golf Club back in the swing of things. The leader's main story today, though, is on anger in NACE at a lack of creche provision. It seems that four out of five such facilities promised for the town have not been built. The Nationalists' lead is also not so happy, on a high retail vacancy rate in Athai that threatens the viability of the town centre. A planner at Kildare County Council notes that Athai is suffering a 40% retail leakage to Carlow and Portleash. In the Nationals today, RTE has the Chief Medical Officer, Dr Tony Holohan, expected to give fresh advice to government on the use of the Johnson & Johnson and the AstraZeneca vaccines. The Times headlines a double boost of good news for Ireland on both of those, that the J&J use is approved and the AstraZeneca restrictions have been eased. Even the Independent is cheerful today, leading off with a lockdown exit boost, as 550,000 people will get vaccines earlier than planned. The Examiner's main story is non-Covid, on Garda representatives saying the filming of Gardaí for online distribution poses a threat to their safety. And that's it for this morning's Daily Cast. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Have a good day and thank you for being here.